You were just listening to How Firm a Foundation, performed in-house by Matthew Eastler. I'm your host, Seth Eastler, and you are listening to Standing Rock Solid Podcast, or Rock Solid Podcast, whatever we are now. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I'm Matthew, you forgot to introduce me. No, I did. I I did introduce you. Okay, well, I didn't introduce myself, I guess. Yeah, we we kind of messed it up. We're we're getting in the hang of it. This is what the fourth or fifth? I think this is the fifth. I'm not sure. I think we're on the fifth episode. We might not be. Might be right. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, this is episode number five, maybe four. Um, we we'll got see. a couple of yeah. things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Reading any good books here lately, Matthew? Um, well, I bought at the antique shop the other day, um, what is it called, The uh, Old Man and the Sea by Ernest Hemingway, and uh, it's it's apparently a classic. Um, I don't know, I've heard uh, rumors that he was a socialist or a communist mm. or something. Uh, I'm not sure, I haven't looked into his background, but uh, I don't know. I haven't got that far into the book yet, so... Well, I don't know. they say it's a good one though. So, huh. any y'all know, then y'all know more than me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like Nacho Libre, and that section where he's in the courtyard and the kids are fighting, and he goes, "Read some books." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just read Nacho Libre. Oh. Nacho Libre is by far one of the best movies. Best comedy movies out there. You can't change my mind. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right. Napoleon Dynamite, Nacho Libre, great movies. Same style of comedy. Definitely classics. Instant classics. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I was going to say, uh, speaking of Nacho Libre, my mom uh, bought me some new jeans. Um, I don't know if any of y'all have jeans like this. Especially the uh, male gender, but uh, they're stretchy pants. Yeah, they're, they're stretchy pants. One percent spandex. So I, I promised my mom that I'd wear them today, and I did. And they're comfortable, but I, I don't know if I can do it, like as a normal thing. Why? I don't know. It's just the thought of wearing spandex. It, but they're not spandex. It's made me think like they have one percent spandex. Okay, but it's they're still stretchy like spandex. Like I'm wearing leggings. I just don't feel right <laughs> with the thought that I'm wearing leggings around. If it was socially normal to wear leggings, I feel like it would be okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, men used to wear tights in the medieval times. Okay, but they'd also wear those little skirt things. Yeah. They'd just wear spandex or whatever. But you know what? I bet it was comfortable. You know what they were doing in medieval times? They're going around fighting dragons and stuff. Eating mutton? Yeah, and eating mutton. <laughs> you can't tell me that's not manly. <laughs> that's true. Maybe. Who's manliness? more manly than the knights? And they wore spandex. Did they really? <laughs> Are you <laughs> they sure? They wore some kind of tights. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they wore some kind of tights. So. Manliness is based off the content of character, not the content of Spandex. Spandex. <laughs> <laughs> now. Even though 
Yeah. I'm not saying that we should socially normalize that. I'm yeah. just saying that, you know, that doesn't make you not manly, I don't think. I, I don't know. Maybe that's a conversation for another day. Maybe. <laughs> but, you know, that's the way it goes sometimes. But anyway, the Nacho Libre scene, you know, where he says, I'm wearing my stretchy pants. <laughs> stretchy pants. <laughs> Ignacio, where are your monk, monk robes? <laughs> they are in the uh, cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> These are my recreational clothes. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. And you know what? It has a great moral of the story that talks about legalism. Legalism. That really is. Like, I, I looked it up. Like, that is the director's motives. It's about legalism. Really? Yeah. How? How does it? How does he? That's like the main the theme of the movie. Nobody wants him to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And they tell him, oh, you can't be a wrestler. And then he's like, well, you know, why? Yeah. Well, I just saw a Facebook poll today that said, yes or no, is it sinful for a man? To not wear a shirt outside of his own house. On what? Like a who? I don't know. It's one of the reformed <laughs> Facebook pages. Well, it depends on the person. <laughs> <laughs> Most people said no. I don't know. I mean, that's I such a strange question. Yeah. I feel like I would answer no just because. Like what? What is the context of the question? You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like. Like, it, it, most of the time it's not out of being immodest that men go around shirtless at the beach or something. Yeah. And I don't I don't think that's wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I'm a part of all the Facebook groups, like Reformed Pub and Reformed Baptist Coalition and all those kind of like, you know, those Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes people do get on there. And they start talking about stuff, and I'm like, "What? Why do we need to talk about that? Mm-hmm. You know, what? What is the context here of do men need to go outside without their shirts on? <laughs> like the first thing that I think of is somebody gets mad at one of their friends, or like a wife gets mad at her husband. Then they're like, "Oh, well, we're gonna put it on Facebook, and we're gonna see what everybody else says." That's about probably it. exactly what happened. I mean, it, it just seems kind of ridiculous a little bit to yeah. me. Like, we don't, you know, immodesty is one of those things that you know when somebody is being immodest. You know it. I wouldn't say that it's like a fingertip rule or anything else that they, you know, place in public education. It's it's not that easy, but you know it when you know it. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Or you know it when you see it, I guess is the right way to say it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, old forty-year-old man with the hair chest. <laughs> not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. I'm not saying that's a sin. I'm just saying it's not okay. Don't do that. Put a shirt on. Nobody wants to see it. Seth, you know perfectly well that our dad is at, I know at the he beach does. every summer. I know he does. And I'm saying 
he normally puts a shirt back on <laughs> at some point. But why you gotta that say that? <laughs> why you gotta call our dad out like that? He'll That's be so wrong. He'll be okay. Oh my goodness! Wow. Well, to bring it back around to books, uh, we we're gonna call this like the book of the week or something, but we don't make weekly shows. So, we're just saying books with, that we would recommend, and we'll try to do it traditionally. How's that sound? Oh, yes. Yeah. And that we'll good. come up with a title for it later. If y'all didn't hear that, Matthew just popped his knee out of place. No, I said my kid. I just had a sharp kidney pain. Oh, that's not good. You needed to drink some water. I just drank a whole bottle. That's okay. We can move on. <laughs> anyway... Matthew's recommendation was what was it again, Matthew? I don't know. What was my recommendation? You said it was something by a communist. Oh yeah, the uh, the uh, old man in the sea. So old man. I really don't know if it's good, but uh, I mean, if if you want to read it, it's it's pretty short. I think it's considered a short story. It doesn't even have chapters. Wow. So. Okay. But they say it's good. So you haven't actually started reading it yet? Well, I've started reading some of it, but not very much. Uh, so my recommendation of the week was The Death of Death and The Death of Christ by John Owen. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, it is his argument for limited atonement. And it's really good. I've read it twice now. And I listened to it the second time with the audiobook. Mm-hmm. off of YouTube and it helps a lot to listen to it because John mm-hmm. Owen is kind of hard to understand sometimes Yeah, he's very wordy but he lays it out in a perfect way in a very biblical way and I, that's my it's book. easier to be listened to yeah it's easier to listen to I feel like with me it'd be easier like to read that sort of thing really because you know like they do the like, it's a very, uh, I guess, complex sentence structure. Yeah. You know, where, like, yeah. it's just, like, a lot of commas. You know, it's easier for me to, like, follow it. Or else I get lost, I guess, listening to it. Yeah, I get that. They always told me in school, they said, hey, uh, take this little test. And I took it. And it said, oh, you're an auditory learner. So I guess that's why I've always been inclined to, like, listen to radio shows and mm-hmm. podcasts and stuff like that mm-hmm. but uh hmm. yeah I I took that in like the 6th grade no yeah I did I took it in the 6th grade with Miss Goodnight and then I took it again uh, my senior year with Miss who did I take it with with Miss uh, Bauman huh. yeah. and it said hey you're an auditory learner twice so, yeah. And people always assumed when I was in school because I had ADD. They're like, oh, he's a he's a visual learner. He's a visual learner. Or the tactile learner. Don't people with ADD? Well, yeah, sometimes. But uh, they always assumed that I was a visual learner. I said mm-hmm. that with quotation fingers. But uh, a visual learner. But I'm like, no, that's the, 
just because you have ADD doesn't mean that you're a general or a visual learner. Mm-hmm. But whatever, that's okay. Yeah. Not everybody can be great at school. <laughs> but I had like a four point two. What'd you have? Or what do you have, Matthew? Like a five something? Got late. Yeah, I think four point nine right now. Dropping them grades. On five points ago. Yeah, I know. Those AP classes, they'll get you. Mm hmm. That's right. I never took them. It took me, it took me a while to get out of. Well, I was still in CP classes, but it took me a while to get into honors classes. Yeah. I was never gifted and talented. <laughs> That's just how some people are, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah, I <laughs> that always got on my nerves. Like, some of y'all never do the cruelty of a teacher coming into the classroom and going, all right, kids, we're going to get some of your friends to go to the gifted and talented class, and all of the other kids have to stay in here with the, <laughs> with their normal and regular class. <laughs> That's terrible. That is terrible, isn't it? And then all of those kids... Like, I was like, well, what's so special about them? Why, why are they gifted and talented? Why can't I be gifted and talented and thinks? They did well on a test in the third grade. I know. <laughs> Who are they to say that just because they did a bit, uh, I can't speak. They <laughs> <laughs> made alien words up. Is that like the Super Bowl halftime? <laughs> I know. But who are they to say in the third grade that just because you're a little bit smarter or just because, you know, you scored better on the test, that makes you gifted and talented. And nobody else is. Mm. Couldn't they come up with a better name <laughs> than gifted and talented? The... That assumes nobody else is gifted and talented? <laughs> the people who did well on a test in third grade? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew a lot of kids who were not in the gifted and talented class. That were good at like football or baseball or, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of other things. Mm-hmm. They were gifted and talented. Mm-hmm. I mean, why? Why do we have to say gifted and talented is only is reserved for smart kids? That's ridiculous. I, I, I believe that it's okay to separate classes. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you don't have to do it like that. Yeah. That's all I mean. Words matter, people. Words matter. Words matter. But, yeah, I I didn't do very well in school. Matthew's done pretty good in school. That's right. So, we got, what's the, got another topic to talk about, or? No, I was thinking this one could be kind of more casual and leaning. Okay. More discussion that. based. Sounds good. Yeah. What do you want to have discussion about? I don't know. We <laughs> <laughs> can't just sit here and be quiet. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of stuff. Oh, snap. Lights just flickered. <laughs> can't drag them. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember that SpongeBob episode? 
Or what's his name? Is it Count Dragamoo or you know, SpongeBob quit being good in the two thousands and then it hit me the other day. There's gonna be a whole generation of kids who never grew up watching SpongeBob. Or at least good SpongeBob. Yeah, at least good SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Like they're still making SpongeBob, but it's not the same. No. It's not the same. No. Like I don't know, it's just weird. Like in the older ones, you saw like actual like complex issues that SpongeBob deals with. Like yeah. becoming like others to get friends. When you know nowadays it's him and Patrick just running around smiling all the time and acting completely like idiots. Yeah. You know, that's not the early Spongebobs. It's not. It's they not don't the deal same with, Spongebob. They don't deal with important issues and complex issues. Like the I Ripped My Pants episode. Uh-huh. Like that parents. is a great episode because what it's teaching you is, and what it's teaching kids is, hey, a joke might be funny the first time, but it's not funny the 200th time. You can't just keep on going off of the same joke. Mm-hmm. You know, If you're just continually running off of the same thing, it's going to get old. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's like a huge message that they were out here saying, but it's a good message. Yeah, it at least has substance. <laughs> yeah, it at least has a little bit of substance. You know, more than just gross out humor. Yeah, yeah, gross out humor and acting stupid. Yeah. I mean, it was actual comedy. It was thought out. It was storyboarded. I mean, it was shown through animation. It was great. It was mm. artwork. And it's you, new stuff. You know, I used Man. to love that episode of Medieval Times. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love that one. That's a great episode. I watched that. That's what I thought day. of a second ago when we were talking about mutton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then get kicked by the horse and they go into medieval times. But that was great. I want to go watch that now. Y'all tell us in the comments, what's your favorite SpongeBob episode? And what is a lesson that you learned as a child through SpongeBob? What's the lesson that I've learned through Spongebob? I would say season one and two is probably the best Spongebob. Mm-hmm. Like, it is the most defined Spongebob, yeah, I would say. say. Like, after season two, it seems like to me, you see Spongebob go from a silly, but, you know, understandable character into this character who... He's just kind of used as the brunt of the joke all the time. Mm-hmm. And Patrick, too. I don't know. There, There's probably... It probably lasted more seasons than just oh, two. Oh, I, well, that's not what I mean exactly. I'm just saying after season two, it seemed to start going down that road. Yeah. You know. I got you. It okay. went from a show that, you know, adults and kids could watch to, okay, this is kind of leaning more towards a kiddie show. Yeah. I guess it kind of had those, uh, like, a same, I guess, tendencies as the 90s shows. Yeah. You know, it kind of resembled a lot of the 90s shows. 
But there's a lot of good cartoons out today that people, you know, are kind of ignoring. The Amazing World of Gumball, great show. <laughs> yeah. That is a great show. If you've never seen the Gumball episode where it's all about social justice warriors, then you are sleeping. <laughs> because it is great. I mean, they talk about some social issues in there and on that show that, I mean, it is great. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. I don't really know any other shows that have come out mm-hmm. today. I don't know. I feel like I've seen some gleams of hope. But yeah. Yeah, not not many. You know, it was a really weird cartoon when we were kids. What? The, what was it? Flapjack? Oh, I used to love that show. Yeah, yeah that was really weird, but I don't know. I, I still like it just because, like, I don't know. I guess it kind of carries you to a, a different universe. <laughs> I mean, that, it was dark though. Yeah, yeah. It was a dark show with the candy wife. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was kind of freaky at some points. People who don't watch cartoons or didn't watch cartoons as kids that are listening to this show right now are so confused, probably. <laughs> now, Chowder, Chowder was a lot like Flapjack, but it 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 wasn't quite as dark, I don't think. I may be wrong here, but I think it was, I think it was like the same guy. I think so, too. Or it was a guy who was under the guy who wrote. <laughs> That's Comedy Gold. <laughs> Comedy Gold. That is like the best episode of Chowder out there. <laughs> Yeah. And if we recommend any chowder episode on this on this show, it is comedy gold. Comedy I might not have seen that episode in a decade, but you know what? I'm still recommending it. Oh my goodness! I'm about to go rewatch all these shows now. You know, Flapjack got like a what do you call those? Not a Grammy. What is it for shows? I don't know. I don't keep up Oscars? with this stuff. Is it Oscars? I know. I Dove? don't think so. No, Dove is the Christian. Uh, I don't keep up with it either. Yeah. I don't know. <coughs> but, uh... Dang. They got a... They got something. Got something? What are you doing? Like an award? Yeah, they got some kind of award for it. I just see how long we're at. Oh, yeah. We probably need to quit. We've been talking forever. Yeah, well, I hope y'all learned something. Yeah, maybe. We gave you some good recommendations for shows. And... Oh, yeah. All good right. shows of substance. So That's right. Y'all have a good one. I don't know about of substance, but well, um, they're funny shows, at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, sure. well, we'll talk to y'all later. Love you so much.